Welcome to Pushing Forward with Alicia, a podcast that gives disability a voice. Each week, we will explore topics like confidence, ambition, resilience, and finding success against all odds. We are creating a collective community that believes that all things are possible for all people. Open hearts, clear paths, let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Pushing Forward with Alicia. I'm Alicia, so happy to have you back and so pumped. We are kicking off Disability Pride Month, which is a something that we celebrate annually in our country. And I thought, what a perfect fitting as we're kind of launching this podcast and getting our first few episodes off the ground that we launch it during Disability Pride Month and shine some light on this celebration and talk about it a little bit. I'm excited to kind of dive into this topic. I've invited back to sit on this conversation with me, my husband and business partner, Marty, because he's also disabled. We both live with disabilities. And I thought it would be good to have a male and female dual perspective on the subject. So welcome back, Marty. Thanks for taking some time. Thank you for having me once again. And I look forward to talking about disability pride. When we started diving into disability pride, what we were we realized and what we know really already is that a lot of people don't know what disability pride is in our country. Would that be fair to say, Marty? Yeah, I think it would be fair to say that we both uh, maybe somewhat struggled just a little bit thinking about what does pride uh, mean to the disability community. I think it starts with uh, the traditional explanation of celebrating the passing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. In July of 1990, the ADA was passed and gave people with disabilities rights in the United States of America to uh, access pretty much everything out there that uh, everyone wants to use and do in this world. Definitely a great reason to celebrate. But in regards to pride, also, we all know that there's uh, a lot of uh, feelings that, that come from pride. There's also a well-known Pride Month uh, that is right before our Pride Month. It has a lot of the same undertones and excitement and inspiration that it's okay to be who you are in this world. And so we piggyback on that. And we also put our little twist on it. And as we know, uh, we talk about disability being very wide uh, ranging and complex and super intricate in so many different ways that uh, it, we think of it as the kitchen sink theory that uh, everything's thrown into one, but we are all super individuals and we all live our own lives totally independently uh, in uh, respects from each other. And, and you can't call one disability the same as another. Uh, I think that Disability Pride Month is a great month for us to talk about all the things that make disability great. I think that's a good point that it's it's a month where we kind of come together as a community, but also as individuals and our own self-awareness of who each of us are, but also being a part of this community and finding a place in our society and within our own spaces that we are proud of who we are, the way that we are in this moment. And you're right, from a pride standpoint, it really is recognizing that you're proud of who you are. You have self-esteem, confidence, and self-respect in those layers. The interesting thing about disability pride is as we've been kind of 
diving into this content. We've been writing stories on it. We've really been trying to explore the subject. A lot of people in our lives have asked us, what is disability pride? Like, how do you describe disability pride and what does it mean to you? For me, when we were diving into that conversation, it really was a feeling of honor and self-respect and having an understanding of what my limitations might be living with a disability, but also accepting that and taking on the challenges that it might give and loving who I am in that space and finding places to adapt. Society typically looks at disability as something that we should not celebrate, right? It looks at disability through an ableism lens, like that it needs to be fixed. In reality is many people with disabilities look at their disability as something that is part of their identity. So when we start to talk to people about being prideful of being disabled, sometimes it's hard for them to understand why we would be proud of that. Yeah, I think that uh, you're going to get a mixed emotion. If you were to survey 100 people with disabilities, you'd get quite a range of responses. I think that disability pride is something that not maybe all of us have in the disability community. I think it may take some time to form, not to say that it couldn't just happen right overnight, but I know for me, uh, maybe for you, that it took a while to, you know, get over the feelings of, of being wanted to be hidden away. All the all the challenges and the obstacles that we have to face right out of the gate, the doctor's appointments, the different things that we go through with disability and uh, lack of access. Yeah, solution. the lack of access. I know that you've talked also about even in your job searches that you used to hide away uh, your wheelchair and, and try to not show it off. And and that's where disability pride, maybe after a while, you become you, you become more proud. And I think that there's an interesting way to look at it, going back to the multifacetedness of disability, in that disability pride could be celebrated in so many ways. It could be celebrated by the individuals that have the disability. It could be uh, celebrated by the friends and family of people with disabilities, where they look at the person with a disability and, and are proud about how much they've done with their lives or overcome or achieved. I think that there could be many, many ways to look at it. And we could even look at it as a collective, how far we've come as a community with disabilities and how far we're pushing forward our existences here in the United States and all around the world. Disability pride, like you said, has been acknowledged in our country since the Americans with Disabilities Act was passed in 1990. From that year, pride parades and celebrations around the country that started in Boston started to spread across the country. Yet we're here today. And when we start to write stories and have conversations about disability pride, it's largely overlooked and, and most don't understand that it's something that we're celebrating. We're trying to shine light on the fact that we are proud to be disabled people. For me, you're right. Like it did take me quite a while to have self-acceptance and remove the internalized ableism that I carried around from my disability, hiding it from hiring managers, pretending like everything's all good and it's not there, which it is like there's, I can't hide away from my disability. And as I've grown into the woman that I am today, I absolutely understand that my disability is one of the most empowering things about who I am. And this month allows us to, you know, kind of shine a light on that power 
lift it up and strip away the layers of invisibility that society puts on a person with a disability and shines a light on the whole being, including the disability and, and all of the nuances and opportunities. I think that it's a great time for us to reflect on all that we've been doing over the past several years now in charging up and, and gearing up and, and creating this speaking business of yours. Thinking back on all the beautiful moments that we've got to share, Disability Pride Month comes once a year, but in reality, a lot of people with disabilities should be celebrating Disability Pride Month every day. Yeah, It really is something for us to uh, look at and, and, and say, wow, look at all the knowledge, look at all the experience, look at all I've learned to overcome, to deal with, to not get down, to keep a positive attitude, to continue to grow, to continue to want and to desire to move forward in our lives and find goals that we can attain to keep reaching for the things that we want in our lives. And I also think it's a time for us to look in the rearview mirror and lift up the advocates and the people who have fought tirelessly since the 50s that were pushing forward the disability rights movement, fighting for legislation, creating opportunities of employment and education and just life opportunities, but then to also look at where we are in our present, see where we've come, where we are right now, and what we need to do in our future to continue moving forward that advocacy, to continue to advance opportunities and acceptance and inclusion of people with disabilities in our society. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to Pushing Forward with Alicia. If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O.com. Click on speaking. Welcome back. We are kicking off Disability Pride Month. Marty and I were just at a conference. We were invited to come and give our ableism speech at the Governor's Council on Developmental Disabilities. And in the audience, it was so cool. There was a wide range of people who were either disabled themselves or also advocates or allies for disability in some way. And I got up on stage and I was giving my ableism speech. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving this speech often to our peers, you know? So the first thing that was like very interesting was it felt good to get on stage and say we and us, instead of me trying to have this conversation with people that were not within our community. We were in front of our peers. However, yeah. we were in front of uh, a lot of people with de developmental disabilities, even though we have disabilities ourselves, it's, we're a community. We yeah. feel that connection no yeah. matter what. And this just happened. So this is kind of like a good reflection of what disability pride really is in action. So I'm up on stage, I'm giving this talk. The crowd is alive. I mean, they are engaging, they're smiling. They're just really into the message of disabling ableism. And there's this moment where I start talking about like, we can believe impossible and how do we become visible? And so we start cheering and like having this moment 
And then all of a sudden, the audience started taking turns, raising their hand and yelling what they wanted society to know about them. Like just started screaming like, I can hire me, listen to me, see me, believe in me, invite me, care for me, let me try, give me an opportunity. The room was just electric and and people with all types of disabilities yelling out what they can do and how proud they are to be who they are the way that they are. Speaking of pride, as your husband and uh, business associate, I was pretty proud of you to witness that. Uh, I'm generally the one taking pictures and <laughs> trying to capture every moment. And I remember just looking at you in that room that was encompassing three ballrooms and four screens and 400 people spread about and the unabashed spirit that you'd summoned within the crowd. Your uh, experience of speaking and, and believing in the messages that you're delivering. And like you said, it's a, a mixed message because it's overcoming all the doubt. It's overcoming the the non-belief in what we can do. And I think that that's what really captured that crowd. They listened to the struggles of the no ways, absolutely not, do not do this, do not do that. And, but with your message of, we need to set all that aside and not believe and believe in ourselves and believe in what's possible. And it did stir the crowd uh, just amazing. If I could use your words when we were talking about this, it was unfiltered jubilation. Unabashed spirit. It was a very organic moment of what disability pride is, which is being unapologetically proud of who you are, the way that you are, even if nobody else in society sees you that way. It was self-advocacy and it was lifting up the beauty and the possibility of this life that each of us have and that are experiencing. It's just amazing that we're living this life. For after this speech to just watch watch you be swarmed by groups of people that wanted to come take a picture with you, wanted to share their personal experiences, wanted to be a part of your lives. And then, uh, you know, I mean, for us to go from Wyoming and then in the same week to New York and to be a part of another summit on disability leadership, it just shows you that there is a lot of pride out there for disability. There's a lot of pride and there's a lot of work. I sat with this girl. She was probably mid-20s who had Down syndrome and she was amazing. She was like dressed to the nines sequent new dress, so proud to be who she was in this space, excited to be at this conference with her peers. She totally related to the message that I was giving. But on the flip side of it, it brought her to tears because, you know, she just started saying things like, my parents don't listen to me. My family doesn't include me. They don't believe what I say. They don't think that I am giving the correct opinion, all the way to things like, I didn't get to go to prom. I don't have the friends that my other friends have. Like I, you know, and she was just so emotional, like raw emotion. And the fact is, is that it's was... a really hard path to be living in a society that looks at you through an ableistic lens, that disability is bad. And what we need to do is disable that and turn on looking at disability 
for what it is, is something to be proud of because it's who we are. And that is what disability pride is. And I think disability pride is also that moment that you were able to share with that young lady and offer your friendship and your shoulder as a, a peer, yeah. you know, for her to open up to. And it just goes to show that even in our lives, even sometimes the closest people to us can be a barrier yeah. to us being who we want to be. We so often hope that it's the opposite, that those close people are the ones that are going to be lifting us up. But just another multifaceted uh, look at that and all the complexities that we face as people with disabilities. Hence the importance of celebrating a month to start to have more opportunities to look within ourselves and start to shine a bright light on the diversity and the, the beauty and the power and the possibility of the disabled community because it's a massive community. And the more we celebrate it and the more we expose it and the more we talk about it and see it and experience it, the more we normalize it and believe in it. And then there isn't a question at the beginning of July, why are we celebrating disability pride? Why would you do that? And so, Marty, mm. what is your advice? We should celebrate uh, those who have come before us and been advocates. Who is your favorite advocate with a disability? Oh, that's a hard question. Definitely from like a historical perspective, Judy Human, who was the queen of the disability rights movement and one of the founding people that pushed forward ADA and all the legislation that we have. And she's somebody that I look up to for, as from like a disability advocacy perspective. But I mean, this month, we have so many amazing people with disabilities coming on. We've got a five-time TEDx speaker and comedian. We've got the senior manager of DEI from Etsy. We've got Brad Parks, who I was just going to say is one of my mentors, a founder of Wheelchair Tennis. Hall of Famer. To celebrate this month, we are amplifying people pushing through adversity and pushing through the challenges that might come along with their varying disabilities. Yeah, and that's one of the great things about a podcast that you've created. It gives us the opportunity to uh, have these conversations and bring out the gems that are hiding within our stories and share with everyone uh, about it. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that one of my favorite disability advocates uh, we just lost last week, Dee Henry, mm. a great, great advocate of wheelchair tennis alongside Brad Parks in Southern California, who was the women's coach of the Biola University uh, women's team for so long had also put on over four decades of wheelchair tennis and adaptive tennis lessons on a weekly basis, well into her 80s, possibly 90s. This might sound cliche, but you inspire me too, because your heart is always so open for just every time we see anybody with a disability, you run up to them and say like, hey, I tell you about this. Let me teach you this. I want to, this is all the things that are possible. Well, it's uh, thank you very much. And, and I do have a very soft spot in my heart for people with disabilities. Uh, and that comes from just growing up with an entire lifetime of a disability and all the situations that we've been in. We see people that are blind, people that have hearing impairments, people that are facing different challenges, quadriplegia, paraplegia, 
uh, spinal cord injury, all and on and on and on and on. Okay, so I think we should lay down the gauntlet as we wrap up this episode. First of all, we challenge you to keep tuning in all through the month to celebrate Disability Pride with us. But we also want to throw down a gauntlet and give you a challenge to do something to disable ableism in your own lives this month. Get involved in this podcast or others. Hire a guest speaker at one of your companies. Subscribe or listen or follow other disabled advocate influencers. And Um, this podcast. This podcast for sure, please. Suggest guest speakers. Hire people with disabilities. Start employee resource groups. Think about going beyond compliance within a work environment, creating larger spaces of accessibility and access to your company's front end and back end. Encourage learning. Start chipping away at the work of including people with disabilities. Sometimes it can seem daunting. And there's this this saying in disability advocacy, practice over perfection. And so, you know, we start practicing these things and we get better and better and it starts expanding and we're all celebrating disability pride. Yeah, and uh, disability pride is about lifting up those challenges we face as the valuable attributes. Yeah. Can be such a great leverage in our lives to adapt and create a new way and innovate and move forward from what we've been thinking is the only way. Yeah, and moving forward, the only way you do that is you push forward. One push at a time. One push at a time. Thank you, Marty, for being a guest. Thank you so much to our listeners. This is Pushing Forward with Alicia, and that's how we roll on this podcast. If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O dot com. Click on speaking.